Welcome back to the program. It is time for our regular visit with the one and only Tom Korski, managing editor of Black Locks Reporter. And Tom, I'm really looking forward to this conversation because uh, we're kicking right off with the top story on blacklocks.ca right now and the government eyeing quarantine cops. Walk us through what this is all about. Well, they had a problem they saw at the public health agency. And the problem was they relied on provinces, municipalities, and counties to issue tickets for scoff laws under the Quarantine Act. And those fines ranged from $100 to $1,000. They used a bill called the uh, Old Contraventions Act. The problem, there were whole provinces, Alberta, Saskatchewan, said we're not interested, we're not going to issue fines. Forget it. We're, we're just not going to do it. So the public health agency in uh, uh, Commons Public Accounts Committee testimony says, you know, we're looking at having our own quarantine cops. So we could have our very own public health agency police go around and issue tickets, or as they call them, administrative monetary penalties, <laughs> in case of noncompliance with quarantine, which is what the country needs. I mean, everyone always says what we need is another federal police force quarantine cops. Is that what they're saying? I hear that. No, never. It's, it's never. actually never. Not come one up. time. Not even a single time. Reading along your first line in the government eyes quarantine cops, a proposal under initial discussion uh, would see federal quarantine inspectors gain police powers uh, to ticket scoff laws. Now, of course, ticketing is just one step towards, I mean, police powers are, are to be taken extraordinarily seriously, uh, no matter where you might live, but certainly like throwing this around feels, I don't know, um, out of step with what citizens would prefer, shall we say. Well, there's a couple of things that come to mind, Jody. One is, remember, this is the, the agency that couldn't run a mask warehouse. Right. So there is a Peter principle that applies. Like just the concept of these people now trying to run any sort of police department is, is just simply stupefying. They, they could not store masks. Demonstrable fact. It's documented. Second point, what, just my, my two cents, Jody. Take away from the pandemic. Name the two institutions in our country that, that whatever reputation they had was diminished by the pandemic, my opinion, one was media and the second one was police. And it was because county cops were going around ticketing people with mother or father playing with the children in the park, sitting on a, right. on a park bench. It happened in every municipality in Canada in the early innings when everyone was frightened and lost their head to the point where there were police union executives testified in parliamentary committee and said, this is killing us. The, 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 you would not believe the grief that the constables on patrol got in trying to enforce the, what were frankly ridiculous rules. 100% agree with you. And full disclosure, one of my closest relatives is a, is a sergeant in a, in a municipal police force and said that her job was never more difficult than when being uh, pulled in the many directions that this pandemic has done for our frontline workers on on so many in, in so many ways. So when you mentioned though that I mean not being able to warehouse masks and suddenly going to be um, putting together the 
the federal public health quarantine cop agency. I mean, how far down the the country road are we on this when you say the government's eyeing it? The, The disturbing part is the public health agency left to its own design We'll focus on this. No one had ever heard of this before until they brought it up in the Public Accounts Committee. And there were members, conservatives, liberals, and you Democrats, who said, what, what? You want to do what? And and a new tool in the toolbox, and the tool would be what? Oh, well, you know, this is just preliminary. This is what happens when you have these federal agencies with no oversight. What happened the last time? There was no oversight at the public health agency. They spent part of their $675 million a year budget on climate change and forgot to stockpile masks. That's what happens when you have these little federal monopolies with no parliamentary oversight. Cats away. Mice will play. They learned nothing from the pandemic. Only now they start to dream (laughs) of some sort of quasi-national police force to ensure there's compliance with the Quarantine Act. It's strange and infuriating. It is rather infuriating. It's helpful to talk it through with you, though, Tom, as always. Tom Korski, Managing Editor of Black Locks Reporter. And you can read more about that topic by going to blacklocks.ca. I want to pivot to another big story that we touched on here yesterday. We were talking about C10, C11, and whoa, C18. Let's talk through your uh, column here about the, the CBC winning big under this federal bill. Yeah, there's less to this than meets the eye for um, the proponents of an independent and free press, which cabinet says it is, uh, including the Minister of Canadian Heritage. Essentially, this is a bill that would uh, uh, compel big companies like Google and Facebook to share a portion of advertising revenue with Canadian newsrooms. Well, that's like mom and apple pie. Jody, who's going to be against that? But there's always a catch, isn't there? Mm -hmm. The catch is, (laughs) catch number one, the largest and main beneficiaries are the largest news conglomerates in the country led by the CBC, which already gets $1.3 billion in annual federal subsidies. It's their main source of revenue. And the uh, newspaper corporations, there's two of them that now control virtually every English language daily in the country and are already subsidized. The second problem also is in terms of the, you know, the simple enforcement of this, what does this have to do with Google users? How does this benefit Internet users? The cabinet, is, is they're drawn like a moth to a flame in terms of getting into the newsroom and regulating internet activities. It's simply baffling. So there's, there's no big rock candy mountain here in terms of saving independent news. The biggest beneficiaries are these behemoth, these mammoth corporations, including the CBC. It's really quite something that there can be the label, the catchy, sparkly headline, and I use that term purposefully here, that says, you know, we will save the freedom of the press, we will save free speech by doing this, and then you read what you have laid out on blacklogs.ca, and it's like, where is the freedom in this? Where is this going to help uh, pay for more journalists to speak openly and freely about the facts that they unearth 
and holding oh. the feet to the fire as you do on a regular basis, as I try to do on a regular basis. What, what how, how will any of this help? What's C18 going to do to help stock our newsrooms? I, I, exactly. It, what, what it will do is benefit people who are already receiving, uh, in the case of the CBC, uh, a, a record federal subsidies yeah. or large newspaper chains, which are receiving payroll rebates that, that cost five-year cost half a billion dollars and are still cutting jobs. The takeaway for anyone who's listening is this involves an exemption from antitrust law. It grants those news corporations a waiver under the Competition Act so they can compel Google and Facebook to give them a portion of their advertising revenue, to which every trucking company, undertaker, bread maker, homemaker mm. in the country would say, well, wouldn't we all, wouldn't we all like a special little mother's little helper exemption from antitrust law so we can get money for nothing? It's a bad bill. It's a ridiculous idea, Jody. It's one that needs the light shone on it. And I'm so glad you're here to do it on point with me, Tom Korski. Thank you for your time. Always great to chat with you. My pleasure, Jody. That is Tom Korski, Managing Editor of Blacklocks Reporter. It's worth the subscription, blacklocks.ca. Go read it. On the other side of a quick pause here, we're going to have a little In Case You Missed It with Eric Glenn and I. So make sure you're tuned in for that. I am Jody Vance in for Alex Pearson. <laughs> 